Morgan Reynolds sits in his apartment, looking at the at the view of the inner harbor. The city had changed a lot, and more than just the addition of skyscrapers and electric lights. He could feel the hatred broiling underneath, ready to pop. Brief riots were nothing compared to what the city could do, and he was watching and waiting. He gets up and closes the curtains, turns to his books, and writes down notes and symbols in a journal. When he hears, Devon. He blinks, looking around. He was alone. He could feel that he was alone. Yet he had heard someone say, Horner. He shot up out of his chair, causing it to roll a bit into the wall with the speed of how fast he stood. Finally, he hears, Devin Horner, a final time. He recognized the voice. His shock and fear turned into intrigue. He grins, looking over at his journal, and turning the page to write things down. His interest in Amber Williams had gone from professional to personal. me it already wasn't highly personal listen sometimes people sleep with other people as a dob have you never seen a james bond movie thank you uh, uh, actually no i haven't oh, okay well let's put it this well, way james bond, the sleeps james with bond a- movies there's there's a, a lady she's called pussy galore <laughs> And uh, th- then the, there was the that parody. It was called uh, a lot uh, of vagina. What? Yeah, uh, awesome powers. You didn't even let me name the movie. Awesome powers. Yes, I guess anyway. you could say that you should behave. <laughs> Joe, anyway. you are banned from this podcast. Uh, fine. Also, uh, thank you for the excellent use of the glitch that I gave you. Yes. Uh, so. Ape, it's Cooper. We're doing Cooper's thing that I planned for him first, and uh, and so Cooper wakes up the next day after receiving the coin and everything. He gets uh, he gets all dressed. Uh, he, he has a sh- shower, not necessarily in that. Well, order, maybe that not next weird. day. Let me give him like a couple no, days. So no, no, this is no, no, this is this is the next day. This is the next okay. day. I have to make it the next day, and so you. St- you open your apartment door to leave, and then you look down the hall, and it's not the same hall you're in that your building is in. It looks much more fancy, and then you see some people walking past, and uh, and then you see Merlin walk up. He goes, "Hey, um, turn around, go back in, and get dressed a little better. Uh, you're meeting the queen in twenty minutes to get knighted." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> um All right, I uh, I, hope I remember to pick up my suit from the cleaners. You're about to be on her Majesty's very 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 secret service. Oh, Patrick Stewart is there. <laughs> He's too busy being in a fucking lobster costume. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, so yeah, I immediately I like clean up to the best of Cooper's ability. <laughs> he is like immaculate, hair perfect, suit and pressed. Everything. Even if your suit wasn't back from the cleaners yet, it's back from the cleaners. That's what you okay. get for being friends with the wizard, baby. 
Wizard Baby is my <laughs> Wizard Baby. Yes, right on the side of my fan. fan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can't believe Blake Boring Nerd Cooper is getting an honor that Merlin himself has not gotten. Wait, yeah, why? <laughs> because you have to I be just, a knight of the round table. Or is it because they just have some sort of... I know, I, I want to say that Merlin has some sort of blood feud with the entire royal lineage. <laughs> <laughs> like, they need him around and he needs them around, but they don't get along too super great. All right, so yeah, I'm heading. Uh, I guess Merlin will be escorting me. Yep, uh, he's showing you the way. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's pointing out all the. He's pointing out some cool shit about Buckingham Palace because your te- apartment got teleported into into a room of Buckingham Palace <laughs> because he's a wizard. He can do that shit. I love Merlin. Uh, for those of you playing at home, take a drink whenever whatever Buckingham is said wrong. <laughs> Buckham. Back, backham. <laughs> Got some backham there. Uh, All right. So yeah, um, yeah you are led to uh, you're led to the the throne room. I'm assuming Buckingham, Buckingham Palace has a throne room. I'm fairly sure it does. Uh, where there are uh, six men standing on no not. Six people, I'm not going to say men, because they're not all men. There's six people standing on one side, six people standing on the other leading up to the throne, and there's the queen. Uh, A couple of other members of the royal family are there. I'm not going to say which, because I really do not give a shit about the royal family, so I don't know any of their names. Uh, There's Jim Bob. There's Chad. There's (laughs) Prince Chadwick. Yes. Prince Chad is there. Uh, Buck Buck Howard. I wonder how he walks. <laughs> and, and of course, uh, her. Uh, Is it me, the sovereign king of Wales? Look, I, I just want to get in. Okay. Her most uh, honorable highness and a duchess of Scotland, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her butt. No, uh, <laughs> she has a complete lack of butt. She's Becky. <laughs> Anyway, no, no, uh, Becky was the one observing, but yes, um, get your fucking lore straight. Anyway, so yeah, uh, there's the queen, and she's got uh, she's actually holding Excalibur right now. Damn, uh, my sincerest apologies, <laughs> madam. I'm unfamiliar with the etiquette for this particular ceremony. Uh, well, first you kneel. And then I put a sword on either side of your shoulders. I call you a knight, and then you stand up, and then you're Sir. I honestly uh, don't know your name, and I am um, too old to care like at this Cooper. point. Okay, so we're just being pretty formal then. All right. <laughs> I mean, we're being formal or for informal, now. Informal, rather. Yeah, we're In- being informal right now. But like, give it like I don't know, ten minutes. Anyway. All right. I approach and I kneel, and you know. All right. Uh, Basically, she, I mimic what I've seen in night movies, and stuff. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much what she's gonna ask of you, and uh, and then she tries lifting the sword, and is way too heavy, so Sir Gwen comes over and helps her. Yeah, she's like ninety. Yes, yeah, she? she's like ninety-five or something like that. Oh, um, important question! Important question: Are the hmm. corgis there? Yes. Excellent. 
Yes, the corgis are there. Of course the corgis were there. Are the corgis are like in royal uniform too, please? Yes! Yes, they are! are. You have made this happen. (laughs) One even has a top hat. Excellent. Because I don't know what it is with me corgis and top hats, but I love the idea. Never seen it, but I love the idea. Anyway, she gets up, and with Gawain's help, um, she uh, she does whatever it is. I'm not even going to pretend to know, but like it, essentially, it's the movie thing where she places a sword over on your shoulders, calls you uh, Sir Cooper, Knight of the Round Table. Uh, she uh, she lists an extremely high Across number. Across the pond edition. Yep. She, she lists an extremely high number because, like... Uh, they, they keep track of how many nights of the round table there have been, but you have to also have to remember, like, this has been around since, like, 500 AD, so, yeah, the numbers are gonna be pretty high if most of them are mere mortals and not revenants like, uh, Gawain is. Dang. Um, do I stand now? Yes. Okay, I do that. <laughs> Alright, uh, she goes, uh, congratulations, uh, well... Merlin can take you home at any time, uh, but yeah, feel free to, like, I don't know, we have a feast in, we're gonna, we have a feast in your honor, uh, you don't have to attend, like, you know. Uh, Feast sounds good. Alright, yeah, uh, alright, yep, everybody leads you over to, uh, to the feast, you get to meet a couple of your co-workers, they're not all men, and they're not even all English, uh, some are very definitely, like, people of color, um, so, uh, there's men, there's women, there's... One's a dog, which is weird, but cool. That's canon Dog, now. Night of the Round Table. That, that is, yeah. that is dog, 100% canon now. By the way, it is a St. Bernard. Yeah. That's uh, what the, the Beethoven movies took a weird direction. <laughs> <laughs> you see a St. Bernard walk by, and on the... Like, it has that weird barrel thing around his neck, and on the barrel is a coin. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little sword that's, like, strapped to the side of him, and he reaches over in his mouth, and he can draw it. <laughs> Y'all. Listen. All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough poop, We gotta get through right. this. Um... So we'll be yeah, here forever. Yeah, there there is also one at least one uh knight of the round table who uh who does not identify as a as either male or female that they identify as non-binary. So progressive. Yes. Nice. Uh it, it used to be that, you know, knights of the old uh, knights of the round table were all just dinky old men, but I mean things happen. Time time passes. Globalization has happened. Um but yeah, you can you spend you can spend like a good couple hours there getting to know your uh, your your new coworkers, teammates, etc. Um, and uh, basically, you're going to be staying over in America unless they absolutely need all thirteen all thirteen of you for whatever reason. No, all yeah, all no, all twelve of you. I forgot that there's twelve, not thirteen. Well, wouldn't I be? Oh yeah, you would be the thirteenth. Yeah. Oh, I'm the unlucky number. Hooray. Yeah. Well, I mean, for now. Plus 13 is technically a lucky number. I guess they're branching out. You're you're the Silver Ranger. You're the... the, You mean the the, Green Ranger? I mean, Silver, Green... The point is, you're the the mid-season introduction Ranger. Okay, so I'm the villain for the moment. 
No, not yet. Do I get a cool dragon? Do we no. get a dragon robot? No. No. Okay. I'll have to settle for being a literal knight. <laughs> yep, and uh, whenever you're done... I guess done, that's okay. Whenever you're done, um, Merlin starts walking you back towards that uh, that room you were in. He goes, uh, so I have a couple... There's a couple gifts for uh, for Amber and Jorgen, too. Uh, he reaches <laughs> into... He, he, like, he reaches into his uh, pockets. He pulls out what looks like to be a foldable hole. He goes, this is the axe hole. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is for Jorgen. mad because I'm the one who came up with that. Yes. And not him. I, yes. I, I, a foldable <laughs> hole? Yeah. Uh, you ever seen, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, so, yeah, uh, you can give this to Jorgen. He can keep his, uh, he can keep his axe in that. And yes, he has to call it the axe hole. (laughs) How do I hold the hole? You fold it and you put it in your pocket. God. Like, it's a piece of cloth you don't want it to be. Yeah. And then, um, Uh and then, uh, he also holds up some uh some special tranquilizer rounds and he goes these are for amber these these will put pretty much anything from the deadlands to sleep specifically deadlands they don't work too good with the feywild oh that'll be handy thank you yeah uh so he cool. yeah um, yeah also noticed i can do magic now what's up with that yeah you can well i mean the coins are magic the coins give magic this is this magic coin that happens. Yeah. All all humans need... have the potential to learn magic. It is just a matter of It's like training wheels then. Yeah, pretty much. Uh I mean there was some guy in New York a is while there... I didn't get a chance to ask, is there like an instruction manual or <laughs> am I just figure this out as you're, I go? You're getting punched into the deep end, Cooper. Well, Worked so far. Wouldn't that be the first time, right? Yeah, but yeah, like, so, like some some people like me t- take their time to learn magic. Some people are innately born with it. Uh, I did hear one time there was some guy in New York who stole magic from a fake queen. She didn't take that too ha- well, but you know. Did you just reference Harry Dresden? No, I did not. One, Harry Dresden was in Chicago. Is in that ice cream Two, he didn't steal like magic. All right, I thought you were doing that because no. you were a big stupid nerd about. No, Harry if Dresden. I was, I've already made a <laughs> Harry Dresden reference. I'm referencing something else completely different. That's okay. equally as nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even. It hasn't even happened yet, and I'm referencing it. Um, I mean, chronologically, it already happened. Yes, chronologically, it did already happen. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then he goes, well, if if we need you, we'll call you. Otherwise, you're, you've pretty much got full run of your own devices. All right. I guess we'll be seeing each other. Yep. And then I just like. You step Close in, the door. See yep, ya. You step into your you step into your apartment. And then the next and time. Then I really quickly open it again. And, and, and it's and it's it's just it's, it's normal, normal building hallway. Yeah. So sad. Oh well. You, like, you, you try you try to beat Merlin into dismissing the magic, but he's Merlin, so I had to try. <laughs> okay. Um 
I don't really have a thing to do. I figured your thing was going to be more cool anyway, so I wanted to give you that time. But uh, let's do go over, um, I guess, some uh, housekeeping, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, first and foremost, I've decided the insect my armor is based on is a mantid called the Devil's Flower Mantis, which is cool as hell. And its color scheme, I'm just going to give you a basic idea, is um, like an emerald green, white, with accents of maroon and black. Yeah, it's So really kind of pretty. close to the original Common Rider. Yeah. Like in real life. Um, I said it, my sword is a large scimitar that, um, it's got the, uh, it's one of those scimitars that has the false edge on the tip. Uh, well, I'll just, I'll just, uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm just gonna slap a picture into the Discord, and I don't know how what everyone listening to this is gonna do. I guess look up large scimitar, and there's probably like an. I think looking up actually, there's a pretty similar one. This like if you've searched large scimitar, there's like an Etsy listing for one that looks basically like what I want. I'm gonna throw up a. Yeah, okay. so that's what the sword is. A little bit oversized, can be wielded one or two-handed. It's the uh, second one on this Oh, pile okay, of yeah, I see it, yeah, yeah. All right. That's basically my sword. Uh, so we decided, Kaelon and I, we talked about this, is how this is going to work. Is, um, since I'm losing medic, and it does not make a whole lot of sense that I would just forget how to do medical things when I gain magic powers... We've decided that basically how the armor works is if I'm wearing, sorry, Joe, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up as quick as I can, but, uh, putting on the armor destroys anything heavier than like jeans and shirt. So I can't wear my old flak jacket and my big, um, duster coat or whatever it was that I usually hid my shit in. So right now, if I have to... My shotgun and my sword are stored in the armor, and I have a 9mm pistol on me, so I can't use the armor in public, so if I'm... You you get the idea. Yeah. So we've decided that. Uh, Also, I had a medical kit that I was using that I also cannot carry on me, and so I can no longer, you know, do that. That's the explanation we've decided. Mm -hmm. Magic can be used to heal, but not as good as medic skill, so... And wrapping that up, that's basically it. All right. So, so Joe, do you want to do the thing I had planned for Cooper, or do you want to do a thing that you might have planned for Cooper? Not Cooper. Fucking Jorgen. Jorgen. Yeah, it'd be kind of difficult for me to do anything regarding to to Cooper, considering he's like four time zones over. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be the same day. Uh... I mean, let's see what you got. All right. Um, so, uh, as you're you're in the safe house one day, and then just all of a sudden, a portal opens, and you are hit in the face with a piece of paper. Ow! <laughs> what is this? Uh, it is written to. It's written, and it says, "I need to pull up." the names real quick because I forget what I have named these characters because it has been a hot minute since you guys went over there. Uh, oh, there boy. we go. Um, 
you are here. You are cordially invited to the court of uh, Queen Taria and Prince D- uh, Dewar. Uh, and it's and it is signed the um and it is stamped and sealed with a seal that you definitely do not recognize unless you know Feywild shit, which I don't think you do. <laughs> Uh, that seems to vary between sessions, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, getting to be okay with that. Uh, the... Uh, scab there? I, I get the feeling uh, Scab would be my primary Yeah, Scab's, scab's there. He he goes, oh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the Sealy Court of Summer. Oh. They want me over for a party? I mean... Yeah, I guess. Uh, do you think I need a chaperone? You bet the Feywilds not nah. hard. Nah, you're pretty good. Yeah, I've, I've been there twice. Once was a bit less nice than the other time. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, I they mean, know how to party. <laughs> a bit less consensual. Yeah. Well, if I'm cordially invited, then it, it must be good, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so Scab sighs because he has to stop playing Bayonetta 2 for, for a minute so that way he can get y'all sent over to the, uh. I already beat that thing like 50 times now. I haven't unlocked everything. (laughs) All right. Now I know he's a self insert. I actually no no because the switch does not have trophies or achievements. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he's, he's much more into the switch than I am. I'm gonna put that right. Put that out there. Dang. All right. All right. So um. So yeah. He 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 sets up the uh the summoning or the teleportation circle. Um. And when you step in it, he in, he infuses it with a little magic, and you are teleported. Unlike the last time where you like landed in a bit of a forest, you actually land in like the courtyard of the um of the palace proper. Mostly because like you've got you got a direct invitation, so uh so they they'll know not to like just immediately f- pump you full of arrows if you pop up. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be rude. That would be rude. Um. And so right. uh, when and so when you arrive, uh, unlike the the um, wait, which oh no, actually this is the same. This is the same court that you went to. Er, this is the same court that you went to earlier. So it is actually the same kind of party where like everybody's kind of rowdy. Uh, everybody's kind of you know like they're more. They're more obvious about how how they're having fun as opposed to like you know snooty people who just like you know just like sit there and drink wine very quietly while they listen to piano music or whatever. Uh, no, these these are these guys are rambunctious and rowdy. And uh, when you get there, there's a big there's a lot of cheering. Uh, a goblin comes up and just immediately shoves a drink in your hand. Um, of course. And I mean, do you drink it? Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's rude not to. Yeah, it's really good. It tastes really good, and it, you can definitely get drunk off of, off of these. Okay. Um. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna keep a hold of this vessel in case uh, it, it's like self-serve somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but like, if it's really easy to flag somebody down and get it refilled if you want. Cool. All right. So, uh, good. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna look back down on this invitation, like. If it's from the king and queen, I want to see the if they prince and it. queen. There's a there is a prince and queen. Yes, um, the sealy courts have princes and princes and queens. The unsealed courts have kings and princesses. This is actually uh. a, this is a this is a thing I have actually come up with. I can no. I am copying and pasting the names to you right now of. All the if I could get it, this name erased. Uh, hey Tolkien, why don't you go uh, write this Valerian about it? I think I will. Eh. Anyway, I actually hate the Valerian. I thought it was really boring. Why don't you give all these people three different names and switch between them without telling us that you're doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, why don't you go write an incredible not. backstory and language for your own world, huh? I could not get through the Silmarillion. It was too confusing. I could not get into the Silmarillion. It looked like just a collection of documents. It kind of was. That's all it was yeah. until Christopher Tolkien was like, uh, make it a little more readable and publish it without my dad's permission. It was never uh, meant to be published. It was never meant to be published. It was just notes for Tolkien. I'm gonna hunt down uh, Princess Quenso. Uh, no, no, you're you're only in the you only have access to the uh to the to the summer ones. Court of Summer. Oh, so yeah, that's that's the, the, you're, you're in the summer court. court. Yep. Oh, all right. Okay, so um, if uh, I mean, you can see the prince and the queen. They're like sitting up on on a balcony or. Uh, nearby balcony that you can you can access it um and <laughs> like they're they're sitting down they're watching the 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 uh, festivities and uh talking to people as they come up so if uh, you want to go talk yeah. to them then yeah all right i mean uh I, I got an invite might as well yep all right so you you uh it takes a little bit cuz there is a bit of a line to get up there uh but it eventually you get up there and the prince uh who you recognize as when you guys were brought over to the um Feywild to to uh to talk to everybody he stands up and he goes he goes ah oh, hello welcome back he comes over and he gives you a big hug well i reciprocate the hug uh, it's going to be a bear hug, Kenny. He's uh, the sand, the bear hug. Uh, go ahead and roll me. Just roll me 2d6 and we'll see what happens. Alright. Oh, 2d6. That's how it goes, right? Yep. Uh, oh, whoops. Exclamation point instead of a slash there. 2d6. No, he cannot withstand a bear hug. Like, you get his arms good, uh, and you give him a nice big bear hug that lifts him off his feet, and, uh, well, well, That's how you do. Uh, it, well, it originally looks like, uh, the, the guards are going to attack, like, attack you, because it looks like you're attacking, uh, uh, the <laughs> prince. He, he sort of laughs, and, uh, he sort of laughs, and he goes, oh, <laughs> yes, yes, this is great, I love it. 
this is just uh, this is just how you do. This, this is, is how you do. Can you please put me down so, now? <laughs> oh yes, of course. There you go. And, All right. Here uh, we uh, Put some down gently. All right. Yep. Uh, the the guards uh, sort of like ease off now that they kind of realize that it was just a friendly hug. I, I give them a nod, each of them. Yes. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, Queen Taria, um, she stands up and she and she goes, uh, she goes. How have you been doing back back in Britain? It's uh, odd. Yes. I, uh, well, I uh, we've uh, <sighs> there's been uh, a couple of complications, but uh, you know how it goes. Uh, you uh, uh, you lay them up, and we bag uh, them down. I don't actually know how they talk. these modern times i mean that's that's fair we're usually a couple of decades behind behind ourselves uh and then prince dweer looks over and he goes why didn't you tell me the notorious big had died i oh no there he found out he did find Uh, out oh no i'm so sorry i believe he also pronounced notorious notorious big no, he speci- oh, no, he specifically ca- pronounces it Notorious Big because I'm making fun of pe- of white people who think it is Notorious Big. To be fair, over here they do the same thing. <laughs> because people don't know any better. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, um, so she, she goes... Well, we figured we would invite you one because you've been doing a, f- a, a decent job at uh, at the whole murder, at, at the whole extermination of the rather unsavory and unpleasant sides of our of our world, and also yeah. to a- apologize. Uh, we had only meant to keep you for. A few Britain months, and, well, time doesn't exactly flow here regularly, so we ended up keeping you for a little bit longer. Um, uh, well, uh, what's done is done, I guess. You wouldn't happen to be able to take me back, would you? Unfortunately, no, there's... No magic can... Well, that's not true. A large quantity of magic could, but uh, it has been fairly regularly agreed that uh, time magic should not be used. It uh, it creates too many catastrophes. Okay. Well... Uh... I, I, I'm, I'm sure I can manage. Yeah. Uh, we, we do apologize, and as a result, we do feel like we owe you several favors. So, we uh-huh. owe you, we owe you three favors. 
unfortunately, you cannot use the favors to go back to your time. But you can okay. use them for pretty much anything else. Hmm. Hmm. Lily, what are you doing? Oh, is, there, is there an invasion by cat over there? Yeah, there's an invasion by a cat. Oh, man. I if gotta... anybody heard that, then heard a weird sound, then it was my cat rubbing against my microphone. Aww. There's a cat um, on the porch. I'm going to have to keep those favors in my back pocket. I'm uh, not sure of, what Of course. We, we, weren't ex- we weren't expecting you to... to, uh, to use them right away you take your time you can think about what you okay. need and uh like we said as long as it doesn't involve time travel of any sort we will <laughs> be glad to do whatever it is necessary we we feel like robbing you of not only your home but thousands of like, hundreds of years of history is not a good sign. No, stop that. <laughs> that is in char- that is in character. There's a fairy that can start coming up and poking her in the face. <laughs> oh, well, that's adorable. Um, Important cat news. There is a cat on my porch. I do not own a cat. I believe it has found the cat grass that I go for my dog. Because she likes to eat grass and I don't want her eating just random things in the yard. Anyway. Update over. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be honest, in a way, I feel much the same at home as I do out there. Uh, much the same at home here as I do out there. Hmm. So, I'm just gonna... I I have a lot of things to think about. Of course. Uh, you're free to stay here as long as you like. Um, however, do remember, time kind of flows weird here, so uh, try, try not to spend a decade here by accident. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Stop it. And, uh, well, if... If there was anything else, if there was nothing else, I think I'll bid my leave. All right. Yep. There's not. There's nothing else. Um, however, before you do leave, uh, Prince Deweer tries to give you a, a bear hug in in kind of what you did to him. The question is, how do you want to resist it? <laughs> uh, I want to give it to him. Like uh, I, 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 I've had my. I've had my uh, strong shake and look in the eye. He can have this one. All right. Yeah. So you're just going to take it on the chin. All right. Yep. Yep. He does the same to you. Uh, He is surprisingly strong considering how skinny he is. Um, But uh, yeah, he he manages to lift you up off your feet and uh, and all that good jazz. And uh, he eventually lets you back down. Okay. Uh, Jurgen's going to go back down to the main hall and... uh, uh, get drunk and I don't know. Maybe get lucky. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's plenty of ways to get lucky here. So, like, it, they're you can 
Jorgen can definitely get lucky. Hell, you can tell me what flavor of lucky Jorgen wants to get, and there you go. Jorgen wakes up in bed with a grandma. <laughs> no! <laughs> no. <laughs> Jorgen wakes up in bed with a siren. Uh... Sure, why not? Yeah, there we go. Yep, there, there we there's, go. there you go. Uh, and then when you get back, uh, uh, Scab, Scab is looking at you. He, he's like, you were over there a really long time. Like, really? I didn't notice. All day. Yeah. Huh. Have fun? Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, you know how it is. Eh? I, eh? I, I kind of don't. And he gives a, and Jorgen gives a little wink and a nudge. I'm. <sighs> Congratulations for to Jorgen for being the first person to canonically have sex on this podcast. Yay! <laughs> Jorgen fucks everybody. Achieve and unlocked. <laughs> Jorgen fucks everybody is the sequel to the podcast. Don't spoil it. <laughs> hey, that's the X-rated podcast. I'll have Jorgen. you arrested. <laughs> Alright. So Also if Scab is gonna be all uh, all uh, embarrassed like he's No he's, he's not embarrassed he's years old. He's not embarrassed. Alright. It's like he's, he's just one of your very unimpressed. I had a pretty good time at that party last night. Wink wink wink. You're gonna be like, dude, no. Don't tell me things. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop being Look, weird. This is a frat house and we're bros. <laughs> I, that's how I'm seeing like Jurgen's relationship with Shad. Uh anyway. So uh Amber, it is that Friday and uh, uh I would like oh. to do my thing first. Oh, okay, yeah. Just, sure. Just chronologically sure. it would happen first. Okay, yeah. Um, so the, that Tuesday, the day after the hunt, uh, at noon, basically on the dot, uh, I am knocking on the door to the safe house and I have a duffel bag in my hands. All right. Uh, Seymour answers. He's like, what's going on? Uh, I need a favor from Scab. Okay. Uh, he calls Scab over. And Scab, once again, very loudly, exactly sighs and pauses Bayonetta 2. He's like, you people and interrupting me getting, I don't, what's the final thing you can unlock in Bayonetta 2? I don't know. He says the final thing that you can unlock in Bayonetta 2. It's probably some sort of sword. Anyway. And he has a longer hair, dude. He goes, yeah. Um... I need a ticket to the Feywilds for a couple of days. Um, okay. That's, all right. Let's be yeah. on over there. Uh, which court? Oh, um, not summer. Uh, which one would be, I guess, like the best to sit down and have quiet conversations in? Um, fall, because they are nice and quiet, like winter, but you won't freeze your ass off. I mean, I don't mind the cult, so I'm good either way. Alright, uh, so he starts... He draws a different symbol on the floor. Um, it's, it's only it's only slightly different. The only reason I even mention that it's different is because you, as now a practitioner of magic, would be able to, like, 
differentiate that sort of thing. And, um, and he fills it with the magical energy and you are teleported, um, to an area slightly outside what looks like to be a city built, like, in, like, in conjunction with trees. Like, some of the buildings go into trees and some of the trees turn into buildings and all that. Um, Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. very, it's got a lot of autumn colors, um, and you are met by a goblin, and, uh, he looks over at you, and he sniffs you over, and he's like, what do you want? What do you want? Uh, I'd like to speak to whoever's in charge here. Um... So he nods and missed he... opportunity to say, "Take me to your leader." <laughs> so uh, Ember is trying really hard not to meme right now. <laughs> so he walks you over to um, through the city, city in quotes there, and uh, leads you up to a tree that would put a redwood to shame. Um, and it's got like instantly carved stuff in its trunk uh, of. Uh, basically very tall, handsome, and beautiful elves. Uh, and he leads you through there into what looks appears to be a throne room lit by um, magic crystals. And my cat is in the way. Cat, I need you to move. Fine. Whatever. I'll work around you. No big deal. <laughs> I, I like this. I enjoy it. Um, I'm and, not uh, owned. <laughs> I'm not owned. I'm not owned. Um, he leads you to the uh, the throne room. Which at which point you see a, a woman sitting in one of the thrones. The other throne is currently empty, um, but this is a uh, Princess Darne of the Unseelie Court of Fall. Well, uh, I didn't get her name from Scout, so I don't know that. I mean, but I didn't I know re- that you were. I re- to... What? He, he didn't realize that you were. Uh, you were going to go meet the head honchos. Otherwise, he would have told you. But, yeah, you know, oh, I recognize royalty. I've interacted with royalty before. So mm-hmm. I take my hat off and I drop to one knee and I wait to, and I don't speak until I'm spoken to. Uh, she goes, and she, after a little bit, she goes, uh, what is your name? Amber Williams. I'm a field agent with the Baltimore cell of the Crimson Ravens. Ah, hello. I am, uh, Princess Darnie of the Unseelie Court of Falls. You may rise. I do. I do uh, not put my hat back on, though. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, she goes, and what brings you here? Uh, I've started to learn magic, and I've recently developed telepathy, and I'm interested in trying it on individuals with fully unhuman minds. Hmm. And I was, and I, so I've come here to ask for access to one of your citizens for the sake of practicing, I guess. (laughs) She... Give me a person! Give me a guinea pig! Uh, she goes... She thinks about it and she nods and, um, she whispers and she, like, snaps her fingers and a fairy flies over and she whispers to the fairy and it, uh, it flies off and she and, uh, she goes, uh, this goblin will show you to your room, Brittaner. Uh, y- you will practice that. You will have the opportunities to practice there. We are ge- we are gathering a willing participant on this. I 
bow deeply and thank her. All right, and the uh, the goblin leads you to a nice. It's a fairly large room. Um, like, I mean, it's it's not like super huge, but it's a fairly large room. Uh, you've you've got it's it's basically what equates to a hotel room. You've got uh two rooms split up, and one of them's like a sleeping area, and another one's like a just a living area. No bathroom though. Uh, whatever. Amber's gone days without showering in the past. Um, and eventually a, uh, a willing participant walks in. He's, he's big. He's a big, heavy, chunky, uh, one could describe him as thick with three C's? Dude. Oh, uh, dear. Please do not. Uh, he is, and he is, he's very tall, and, uh, and, um, the guy, and the fairy goes, uh, goes, uh, Galathar the Ogre, and then flies off. And he looks down at you and goes, Hi. Hello. Uh, were you, were you told why you're here? You're gonna read my brain meats. That's, that's the plan. Uh, and, and she... I guess motions for him to sit down on whatever sort of seating apparatus looks like it would work for him. Uh, he sits down, he takes up the entire couch. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, and then Amber sits down from across across from him and attempts to open up a telepathic line. Alright, go ahead and roll plus weird. Alright. That is an 11. Uh, you get some very z- simple thoughts, but after a re- after a while, you realize they're simple um, thoughts because he's because he's a burgers. simple he's he's a simple guy, and not because like you failed or anything. This guy is just like just like <laughs> farts are funny. So I <laughs> is can I like flag down the ferry that's outside? Uh, yeah. You can, Hi, can you well, bring I mean, me not fantasy Brock Lesnar? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, that's what I ask. Like I, I know this is super redoused, but there's any way you can get someone that's like a little more uh, cognitively powerful. Uh, she blinks. and maybe somebody who isn't, and maybe somebody who isn't capable of English. Uh, she she maybe blink- someone who doesn't speak English. Uh, uh, she blinks, but she goes, um, oh. Uh, well, we can get a different ogre, but, uh, the reason we brought you ogres is because they are actually fairly, uh, good at resisting mental probes like that. It's because they're so stupid, you see. I like kittens. (laughs) Uh, okay. Um, I've kind of solved this one, though, already. Oh, well, alright. Well then, uh, she... These uh, Galathar off, and uh, it takes. Thanks, pretty lady. It t- it takes a little while, but um, but a a very tall, lithe uh, ki- uh, figure walks in um a little bit later. Uh, it's taller than than any elf you elf you've see seen, and uh, completely hairless. Not even eyelashes, eyebrows. Uh, if you were to get a good look up the nose, you'd see that there's nothing in there. No nose hairs. It's just completely hairless person. 
right. Uh, I said, you know, good afternoon. He, I don't suppose you speak How you doing? <laughs> uh, he looks at you. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, excellent, excellent. And I just sort of motion to the floor, like, please sit. All right, he sits on the floor. Right, and then I sit across from him. I just sort of make the assumption that he's been briefed on what's going on. Yep. And I get another telepathic line going. All right, go, me, go ahead and roll... Uh, Enroll weird at a mine with a minus one forward. All right. That is a nine. That is a nine. So you can go ahead and choose which glitch. Uh, problematic side effect. Um, okay. So he suddenly can- grows a luxurious full head of hair. <laughs> he screams and runs out of the room. <laughs> um, problematic side effect. Uh, you can read his mind, but when you try pulling out of his mind, you can't pull out. You're stuck in there. What do you do? Uh, I try not to panic. (laughs) I need to roll plus cool. Act under pressure. Act under pressure. Alright, that is a seven. Okay, so, um... Mild panic. So, yeah, if you freak out, you can... Uh, you can... Hmm. You can get out of there, but it's gonna inflict a harm that will carry over to the beginning of the next session, because I'm not gonna get make you get out of it that easy. You ever see scanners? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to scan a tamper. Uh, no, I will not take that harm. Alright, so, um, you're still stuck in there, and, uh, beca- and because telepathic links work differently um you kind of understand what is going on in his head it's because it's more of a it's more of a feeling than it is words uh he he goes are you stuck extremely i'm extremely stuck they would sorry my mind's made out of sticky tape they would it happened they would give me an amateur uh Yeah, sorry, you're the second non-human I've done this to. Oh, well, great. Good, they didn't tell me that part. Sorry, uh, just the ogre was so simple. I Yes, they tend to be. This This is not worth the free cookie. (laughs) Uh, So at this point, he's going to... uh, to try and walk you through getting out of his brain. So go ahead and roll plus... Go ahead and roll weird, and this time you don't get the minus one. Have you tried turning your mind off and on again? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's called death. Uh, That is a five. Um, so you are violently expelled out. Like, you, it is, it is not a very pleasant feeling, and you're gonna be knocked out. I'm not gonna say that there's any harm in it, because you specifically wanted to avoid the harm. But yeah, you are immediately uh, and violently thrust out, and when you come to, you're in a completely different room, and uh, there is what appears to be, like, a a bug? A a bug person working on you? They've got many arms. They've got... And they've drawn, drawn rude things on your face and elvish. Um, <laughs> and they've got like, they've got like those big black, uh, glossy eyes that you can, because they're so big, you can actually see like the patterns in them. And, uh, it looks at you and it chitters. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I rubbed my head and I said, well, that sort of worked. I'm going to name you Brendel. And uh, you, you notice, like, when you reach up to your head, you realize that it's been wrapped in, like, some leaves. And like, you don't have a headache. Uh, you've, you've essentially woken up in the medical wing. Yeah, I figured that one. I get it, because <laughs> it's not the first time Amber's been hospitalized. Um, I am going to try to telepathically communicate with my nurse. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Have you tried in. saying hello? <laughs> Might as well just get right back in the saddle with an eight. All right, which glitch do you want? Uh, I think I'll just take a short duration on this one. All right. Um, so what do you say? Uh, I prob- I don't realize that it's going to be short. So I start it like a normal conversation would be like, mm-hmm. hi, I don't know if you speak English. My name is Amber. I do not speak English. My, my I name is born in a log cabin. My name is, and then it's just a bunch of chittering that you can't replicate with the, with the tongue. Uh, could you write that down in phonetics for me? I swear uh, if you give me, like, an hour, I'll get it. Alright, well, you say, can you write that down in phonet, and then you feel, feel your, uh, feel your connection being cut. And then, uh, the, the, ner- the bug nurse sort of tilts its head. <laughs> I just, I shrug at them. <laughs> you gotta insert another quarter. It, it shrugs back, like, it's, it's just mimicking you at this point. <laughs> I get up. Alright. Do you head on out? Uh, <laughs> I my my plan was to stay here until like Thursday afternoon. So oh I didn't okay. have time to get, All right. yeah, to get this, back. This and... hap- this happens for a while. You just do this yeah. for a while. You keep you keep a track is... you keep an eyeball on your on your watch so that way you make sure you're not like losing too much time. But yes, this happens for a while. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and and then when Thursday afternoon Earth time rolls back around, I uh, procure do what I need. I ask for a ticket back. Yep, I have the date. Yep. All right. They uh, they send you back, and you're back in the safe house. Hey, Amber. Jorgen. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Oh. You're also here. Hi. <laughs> just yeah, visiting I, I friends. <laughs> I brought you yeah. some. Did you? Yeah. I and got an asshole. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we know. Everyone does. <laughs> I, I, no. sit down. I sit down, just like on the floor in the middle of the summoning circle, and I just stare at the ceiling for a bit. <laughs> Uh, no, I brought him, like, a portable hole from Merlin to keep it, and it's called the Axle. <laughs> it was funny for, like, three minutes. Look, uh, better, but okay. Yeah. And, and uh, Merlin, they keep insisting that I call it the Axle. It, it's, Merlin says it doesn't work if you don't call it that. <laughs> Whether you know that it's the truth or not is an entirely different thing, but yes, Merlin is saying that it doesn't work if you don't call it that. Uh, anyway, he he said to these. He said these are tranquilizers that will work specifically on uh, monsters from the Deadlands. Oh, bitchin'. Also, I brought you my sniper rifle because I kind of don't need it anymore. I'm a knight now, by. The- He's a weird oh, bug person. 
Um, I can read fake creature minds. Cool, I can do this, and then I put my armor on. I applaud politely. And then but when the inside, of things gotten, I call Cooper a fucking nerd. I am. I can't dispute that. But yeah, lots All of right. cool things are happening. You're telepathic. I'm a Sentai warrior, and Jorgen has. I've got literal favors with the Sun Court. That's nice. Oh, Look. those guys. Yeah, they know how to party. Have you had their beer? Yeah. I, I had a little when I was there. I you wasn't in the mood. It's really good. I, I, I don't think I want to be as spending my favor on just infinite beer, though. I mean, that would be a pretty good favor. That would be a pretty good it favor. It would be, but... You know, <laughs> you got to be responsible with these things. Two infinite beers. <laughs> hmm. uh, is Scab also in the room? Uh, yes, he is still working on the fucking unlocking of whatever it is, the thing that for 100% completion for Bayonetta 2. So I, I hollow over at Scab. Hey, Scab, were you here for the founding of the Crimson Ravens? Uh... Yeah, but I was, like, three. Oh. You never met Reynolds, then? Mm, if I did, I do not remember. Who's Reynolds? Uh, the other founder of the Crimson Ravens. He was the... He was the money. Huh. He was also best buddies with Poe. Remember? I mean, that, that was not a conversation. That was not a conversation either of you were present for. Wait... What? I th- no, you oh. weren't. Oh. Oh, shit, I went out of character. Yeah. Oh, well. Now you have to die. <sighs> oh, well. Well, I, I guess that's uh, one favor out from the Sun Court. <laughs> I can bring people, people back to life, right? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I got a sword, we can find out. He's trying to unlock Rodan. There we go. You can play as Rodan in... In uh, Bayonetta 2, and he's trying to unlock that, and people keep ah, interrupting crossover. him. Anyway, yeah, so I just I shrug and I you know dust my pants off, and it's like, all right, guys, uh, it's been real, but I got a date tomorrow, oh. and I've got a headache. So. Also, I do you want my old sniper rifle? I don't really need it anymore. I mean, sure, I probably won't use it because I still don't like killing shit. But yeah, you could probably <laughs> reconfigure it for tranquilizer rounds. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I'll take it. All right, see ya. All right. I'm still wearing the armor this whole time. <laughs> of course you are. Yes, I, it's your new toy. Of course you're going to play with it. You, you know, you don't... It, it It's rude to have that stuff on indoors. <laughs> uh, so, again, for bookkeeping purposes, uh, I took another spooky move, which is tune in. Uh, and I can essentially read the minds of monsters now and ask, uh, I can roll plus weird and hold amounts and I can ask questions about like, how is the monster feeling or what is it thinking about? Stuff like that. Cool. Cool. Good. All right. So, uh, we're going to just go ahead and immediately do Amber's other thing because I think chronologically that's going to make the most sense. Um, so it's 
late-ish. Not not like completely late, but um, but late enough that uh, it's definitely going to be a nighttime date. Um, when uh, Reynolds knocks on your door. Before we start this retcon, I want to say the reason we were all over there is fixing the bread, beans, and rice. Okay. Yeah, so I will open the door. All right, he's dressed fairly nice. Um, it's not like super fancy, but uh, but not like you know, casual t-shirt, jeans sort of deal. Um, yes, same. Uh, yep. Yeah, he goes. Uh, he goes. All right, are you ready? Absolutely. All right. Um. He takes you out of the building. He he doesn't even bother calling a cab or anything, because uh, you don't guys don't have to go too far. It's his what he's got planned is actually st- starts within walking distance. He uh, he leads you to a dock where there is a small boat waiting for you to, and uh, he he opens up the like after everything's all set up. He opens up the uh, the side door and gestures for you to get in. Yeah, I I do that thing. All right, uh, he steps in as well, and the boat leaves the harbor, and it starts, like, going out into the Chesapeake Bay, and, um, like, he, he makes, he makes some small talk with you, so I'm, I'm guessing you can, if you want to say anything, uh, but I, I know you're probably not going to bring up the, um, the, I, I think you're a 170 plus year old, uh, magic man right now, at the beginning of the date, and sour everything, but uh, if you if you have anything else you want to talk about while uh while he seems to be waiting for something uh you can go ahead and ask him that now. Uh, yeah, just small talk like, you know. So, you cook, you sail. What else do I what else don't I know about you? Uh well, I'm hoping we can find that out together one day. No wing wink. <laughs> uh but uh yeah it's 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 just a bunch of little small talk and eventually um he gets out far enough where uh and it gets and it gets dark enough that uh you can see Baltimore's skyline lit up at night and the the lights are all like reflecting on the bay and I will say this Baltimore may be a shit ass city but it has a beautiful skyline so I will. I will sit up on a slightly elevated, and then just, you know, oh, this is real pretty. Uh, he he agrees, and then he um reaches into, uh, he he reaches into basically a a container that he has prepared, and he brings out some food that he that he cooked. Um, it's it's not hot food because he he doesn't really know what a microwave is yet. So he he tried to make food that would keep good at like room right temperature, on. and uh, and I didn't exactly list exactly what he wrote, but uh, it's it's about on the same level as the spaghetti he made. It's very good. Hell yeah. Um, he also brought some champagne as well. Unless you brought something. No, I did not. Uh, Amber is just sort of, like, eating quietly, trying to figure out how to make this conversation happen. <laughs> um, so, he, he eventually he notices that you're kind of being quiet, and he goes, is something on your mind? Uh, a couple things, actually. Um, Evil Wizard uh, says what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't know he's evil yet. Uh, so, um, shit. Uh, this is either just like a really bizarre coincidence, or um, it's an even more bizarre coincidence that makes a, a shocking degree of sense. Um, Morgan, how old are you? Um, he kind of looks taken aback at that. And hold on, I actually do have the year that he was born. If you give me a second, I need to drag that up. Um, all right, so it's 2018. So it's uh, 2018 minus. Um, he goes, um, I don't think you would believe me if I told you the truth. I think I absolutely would. All right. 206. <sighs> okay, so you are Reynolds. You are the Reynolds. What? The Reynolds? The... Fuck. You are the other founder of the Crimson Ravens, right? That's you? Uh, He kind of looks shocked and he puts his drink down and... um. He goes, uh, how do you know that? Read books. I... <laughs> no, his, his name literally does not exist anywhere except in Poe's biography. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Amber just says, I got it from Poe. Uh, towards the end of his life, he was shouting your name in a diseased fit and nobody knows why, so I asked him what it was, and he told me who you were. Poe is still around? He has been dead for a long time, but his ghost is still here. Hmm. Interesting. This might be presumptuous, but is, is that the reason why you left for a while, I'm going to guess you two had some sort of falling out. Um, you could say that. Uh, we basically killed each other. I, we, he and I came to some rather vocal disagreements. And Awkward. what led... What happened after that was a two-week chase all around the East Coast. And he he opened up a portal to the Deadlands and shoved me through. And before he closed it, I the spell I put forth was not intent did not intend to kill him. It just wanted to make him forget. Make him forget about me and my involvement. And that that is, as a side effect, it likely killed him, which, unfortunate as it is, was probably necessary. We came up with all the rules yeah. together. We came up with all the, all the rules together. And... He sort of forced me into agreeing to some rules that I, quite frankly, did not want to agree to. Was it, was it the killing? Were you not all right with the killing? 
Among other things, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> we are kindred spirits there. I very much dislike that part of the job, and I'm trying to figure out a way around it. All right. Um, was there, you said that there were a couple of questions then? Um, so I talked to Merlin recently, uh, and he says that he met you and that you had, uh, some pretty incredible magical potential. Uh, has that panned out in the years that you've been gone? Um, he sort of smiles, stands up on the boat, and uh, and extends his hand to you. I take his hand, and he he grips it tight, and you both start to float up. And then the music kicks oh. in. <laughs> oh, I can I can do this. I'm just not great at it yet. <laughs> Give it time. I Magical magic. Magic is. Much like any other art, you just need to practice it over and over until you find your particular talents and style. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Um, are you human? Not entirely. I mean, who is, really? Not entirely. Um, so. Gremlin. Ah, okay, okay. The, the guy who taught me magic in the first place is a gremlin. Did you, um, did you ever meet Poe's son? Uh, what, what fucking name did I actually give Scab? Thomas. Tom. Uh, I met Thomas when he was very young. I don't think he would remember me, though. No, he doesn't. I actually asked him about you. Hmm. Um. But, okay, so yeah. Uh, he's, he's around, and he's the one who taught me magic in the first place. Uh, he smiles nuts, and then eventually uh, floats you back down, he goes, and he says, I would appreciate it if you did not tell either Poe or Thomas that I am back. Um, no, I absolutely was not going to. It's 100% not my place. Thank you. Thank you. Your 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 business with them is your business with them. Regardless of whatever is here between us, it's not my business. Uh, he he does he smiles at that and um, and he kisses you. I do. Yep. And uh, uh, he he doesn't stop kissing you, and uh, he is willing to go. All I the way. go two for two I, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's. Amber gently pushes him off. Oh. Like, oh. she she's able to read where this is going, and she's like, okay, yes, but there's another conversation that has to happen first, and I am not in the headspace for that right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I do have one other question to just sort of put a, a cap on how sour things are. Okay. Um... You said you were doing government work. Um, we've been uh, having encounters with a government agency. Are you working with the DHEA? Again, 
I am not legally allowed to say. I'm sorry. It was very. It was very clear. I I tap my nose. (laughs) And I say, I understand, and I understand. It's okay. Well, if it if it becomes a problem, we'll deal with it then. All right. Uh, he nods, and. You know, he he tries not to leave it off on that sour note. Um, he he like I mean, obviously we, that that entire conversation is not going to make it the same feeling as it was before. But he's not going to like just end the date there. He's going to try and like you know end it on. A, I assume he had a whole. Re- I assume yeah. he had a whole rest of the night planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that I I didn't, but he does. So it, it's a very nice it's a very nice time. Uh, you have a very good time. Um, he he definitely has very uh, good ideas for dates that I do not have off the top of my head because I was not planning that far ahead. I mean, <laughs> flying her around on a boat's a pretty good one. Yeah, that, that is a pretty good... That is a pretty good thing. Um, and eventually, he, uh, you both go home and uh, and he heads into his uh, apartment after, you know, saying your good nights and everything. Yeah. And when I close the door, I put my back to it, and then I just slide down and put my butt on the floor and give the longest exhale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, ape, what do you Hello. have? What do you have playing for Cooper? Um. Well, I was going to have Cooper just go, like, find an abandoned warehouse to try to tr- try out his sh- new toys, but I also feel like I should go get Cooper laid now. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's no pressure, right? It's not a no. competition. <laughs> okay, no, I just want to go to a warehouse and just try out my new stuff. All right. I assume uh, Baltimore is full of abandoned warehouses. Oh God, yes! In fact, Seymour comes with you, and uh, he he brings up some uh, he buys some, he brings up some uh, mannequins that he bought used off of eBay. Cool. Um, I chop them. Yeah. So he uh, he sets them up, uh, and he specifically sets one up so that it is dabbing, so that way if you have to get really that angry one's first, <laughs> yeah. He figured as much. All right, he he then steps behind you where you're starting, and he's like, and go. All right, so I have to turn. Like, I don't have my sword or anything when I don't have the armor. Mm-hmm. Put the armor on, so I do the cool little transformation sequence. Henshin a go-go, baby. Yes. I'm not actually going to say that anymore, but I'm thinking it every time I do it. <laughs> I'll strike a little dumb pose, but whatever. So, yeah. The dumb armor poses on, were required. <laughs> Shotgun is like in a holster that sits like on my left hip, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not a new shotgun; it's the same shotgun I had, same shot, sawed off. But anyway, so let's um, let's get used to this and let's attack some mannequins. Uh, I will go for the diving one first, as I said I would. So <laughs> go ahead, roll, roll kick some ass. Uh, there we go. Eight. Hey, all right. I mean, like they don't hurt. They don't hurt you back. But yeah, you def. How much harm do you deal to the mannequin with that sword? Um, that sword deals four harm. All right, you chop the dabbing mannequin's arms off. It is no longer dabbing. 
It just now looks very sad. <laughs> Sabbing. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Uh, all right. Um, next, I want to try to do some magic, which is a thing that I have... Well, I tried to do it once during the luck mummy thing, as I yeah. figured the opposite effect. Um, let's see. What specifically do I want to do? Still, again, to the man- dabbing, well, sabbing mannequin. Um, let's see. I want to banish... Uh, well, spirit. Well, no, that wouldn't work. It's not. It's not can possessed. I like just like? Can I banish the mannequin itself? Uh, that just is throw a, thing, a fireball at it. There's there that would be that would be technically a thing beyond human capability uh, limitations. So yes. I just wanted to do like some sort of force wave, just blast it. To oh the yeah, other yeah, side yeah. The then that's that's just use that's just a one harm thing. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, roll All plus right. weird. Roll plus weird. Ten. Hell Bam. yeah! Uh, you you do that like you uh you stick out your hand and like a concussive wave uh hit hits the thing and it just crumbles apart and the head like rolls over to the far wall. Right now, because I have Mystic, I now can take plus one forward on a future roll. Ooh, yes. Right, uh, you still so... got a couple mannequins left, so you've only destroyed one. Next one, I'm going to whip around with my shotgun and just try to blow the head off of it. All right. Uh, that does sound like another uh, kick some ass. Kick some ass. And I'm going to use the plus one forward on that. Twelve. Hell yeah. This mannequin yeah. is dead as hell. Yeah, that mannequin's head is like, it's like, like you do that and the, and like the bits of plastic that don't immediately melt just like, turn into dust, and uh, you hear Seymour going... Alright, and there's one... How many more mannequins we got? Uh, one. one. We'll say one more, yeah. The last one, here's what I want to do. This is kind of complicated. I want to use magic to do a big, huge leap and then use my sword to cut the damn thing straight in half. Like a big anime fucking finishing move. Okay, so since you're using magic, I'll say you can roll kicks and ass, but using weird. All right. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, again. You, you, uh... So using up. magic, I jump high and... And then I come down, scimitar, like... You know, holding it in front of me, and it's just wham right into the damn thing. And I do, I hold a pose while the mannequin falls into two pieces, like big stupid anime. Uh, you big anime. You pull a Final Fantasy VII limit break, my dude. You pull like yeah. that's Clinizard there. Uh, and yeah, it, it falls like you do that thing where it doesn't fall apart for, after a while. So you put your you put your sword up to the sheath, and then you slide it in, and then it falls uh falls in half. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the coolest S- shit ever. Seymour goes, remind me not to piss you off anymore. I will do exactly that. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh, man. Oh. You know what's weird? 
uh, last session, because I was doing a class change, I was actively trying to burn through my luck. I just, the game would not let me. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we've got Cooper's training done. So, what does Jorgen want to do? Uh... I, I'm tempted to do something incredibly stupid. Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Like go on a do podcast? I, well, <laughs> I, mm, mm, do it. Well, I, that that ship has already sailed, my friend. Shit! Let's be stupid. Yeah, do, do uh, the stupid things. You're gonna call up uh, Berlin because he's got a technical problem and he needs. Uh, Technical well, support for your axle. <laughs> I got my finger stuck in it. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Fuck. Yeah. All um, right. Uh, yeah. You call Merlin, and uh, it, and like as the phone is ring, like the phone is still ringing, and you hear a knock at the uh, at the safe house door. Okay. It's uh, gonna. Uh, just carefully open it. Alright, there's Merlin holding up uh, his phone with, with you calling him, and then he hits ignore, and he goes, what's up? Uh, yeah, uh, I've got a problem with my, uh, my, my axe hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he replies immediately, without even pausing, with, they make a cream for that, you know. <laughs> This is never going to be funny. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, just just ha- have a seat uh, here on the couch. All right. He, si- he actually does sit on the couch. He's not going to do a fancy thing where he hovers above it. He's going to just sit like a normal person. He can be a normal person sometimes. Okay. Uh, you're going to ho- uh, hops up some stairs uh, and there's crashing sounds. And uh, after a bit, uh, he emerges with, what do you know, the guitar case. <laughs> now, uh, uh, hold on, let me, let me just get this thing open. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, you, might, you might recognize one of these. They uh, apparently were... Uh, popular in a period known as the 1970s. Uh, now, this is referred to as an axe, as far as I know, but it, it won't go in the axe hole. Oh, no, no, it. no, that's... Okay, so an axe are, is... Are a, you sure? Uh, an axe is another name for a guitar. But... Uh, like I, I went to the store. I asked. I asked for a case for my axe. They got me this, and, but this won't. Uh, the thing won't that's, go that's, in that's, the a, that's a that's a guitar. That's a guitar. That, they they call it an axe because the guitars when you hold them like this, and he holds the guitar in a way they kind of look like an axe, but they're not weapons. That's designed for you your should, weapons. Uh, are you saying that go- doesn't go in there? I'm saying that this does not go in your axe hole. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You, it doesn't even fit, my dude. Right. But maybe if you use some lube. <laughs> you really just need to get it warmed up first. <laughs> Try some stretches. <laughs> We're not playing yeah. Will It Fit with a fucking guitar, my man. <laughs> and women. All right. Well, I, I guess that's it then. Oh, uh, I feel bad. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, are you sure there's nothing to be done about this? No. Uh, this is specifically like the amount of achievements I had was specifically for weaponry. I didn't think you'd try to f- f- shove a guitar in there. Okay. But, what but, if you uh, did, hold like- on? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, wait. Just uh, wait for a minute. And uh, you're gonna uh, heads back up. He's gone for a solid minute, and then it's two minutes, and then he comes back down, and uh, Merlin is faced with the sight of that uh, that old axe that that Eric actually came uh, came into the time period with. Mm-hmm. It's been strung. Now, I, uh, what about this? Well, this going. It's. I mean, are you trying to find the point where the hole stops considering it an axe and starts considering yes. it a guitar? <laughs> also, like this is canon. That that axe has been strung on record for at yeah. least three episodes. Yeah, I remember that. Um, he goes, hmm, 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 hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets. Re- and then he smiles really excitedly. He goes. Let's find out. Okay. Uh, take out the axe hole. <laughs> we're experimenting with we're experimenting with Jorgen's axle. <laughs> and this is a this is a strange time for Jorgen. He's going through a lot of changes in his life, and he's exploring new avenues. Anyway, anyway. I mean, there's a little hole in time space. Anyway, so uh, as you try sliding it in, it offers some resistance, but yes, <laughs> it is enough of an axe to fit into the axe hole. <sighs> We're so now, don't that beat all? <laughs> We're the dumbest people alive. <laughs> dumbest or greatest, ape. Dumbest or greatest. Yes, I already said that. (laughs) Well, I guess that answers all all of my questions, Merlin. No, if you attach the blade of the axe to the guitar. Uh, 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 So. uh, That's a a thought experiment for later. So, uh, yeah. You want to wear out your axe hole. So yeah, uh, I've got I've got things I need to go do. As fun as it is, playing. Oh with yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing with your axle. Uh, <laughs> but that I is gotta go. definitely not how you how you spell thought in this context. <laughs> Fuck you! It's not. Thank you. All right, Merla's got to go home. Remember to keep your axle clean. Yeah, <laughs> remember to clean your axle once a day. Uh, how <laughs> he doesn't explain. He doesn't explain. That? He just he doesn't explain. He just walks out the door. When you open up the door again, he's gone. 
Uh, Focus his head back yeah. in. Actually, baby wipes are pretty good. <laughs> what if I have to get it bleached? <laughs> Don't bleach your axle, please. <laughs> it ruins the what? enchantments. You have to have a professional do it. It's not safe to do it <laughs> on your own. <laughs> All right. And that's the session. Oh boy, that was. I think Kalon may be dead. I'm, I'm literally dead. You've killed me. You've slain me. Uh, thanks for tolerating my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>